Manx Radio's 1 to 3, tended by Ramsey Garden Centre. Claire Cubberley, Dementia Advisor, Alzheimer's Society. And Claire, it's lovely to speak with you. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you is that September has been, we're almost at the end of it now, but it has been Alzheimer's Awareness Month. But do you know what? It's not about a month for you, is it? Because this this is an all year round project for you, really, isn't it? It is indeed, yes. Um, Alzheimer's, obviously, people are living with all year round. And we at the Alzheimer's Society want to raise awareness in our community and develop dementia-friendly communities. So we are year-long delivering our dementia-friend sessions to build that awareness and understanding of dementia. Because it's a very, very complicated illness, isn't it? I mean, we were just talking off air then. There's so many elements to it. It is multifaceted, isn't it? It is, yes. People generally think it's about losing your memory. But if you think about your brain and how much it controls, and when it's interrupted by a disease like dementia, then it um, struggles to do all that it needs to do. And so it's multifaceted um, and many aspects of the person's life is interrupted by dementia. So tell us a little bit then about what some of the other sort of elements of it are, because as you said, it's not just about sort of losing your memory. So what other things can happen? So people will discover that they'll have issues with um, sequencing, knowing how to do things in an ordered pattern. Um, They may find then eventually mobility might be uh, an issue. So coordination, motor skills, being able to open things, close things um, becomes a, a difficulty for them. And also then personality. So there'll be changes in person's personality um, and they may become unrecognisable to their family members um, and they regress. So they may go back in time and be living in a different part of their life, um, maybe in their 20s, 30s, and be mentioning things from that area of, of their life. You know, I find that very interesting because that's something that you've, I've seen a lot in the press over the past sort of couple of years about tapping into that idea of them being potentially in a different era and maybe using things like music and photos and sort of allowing them to almost live in that era, which, which would make them feel presumably more comfortable and safe. Yes, we we will live with them in that period of their life. So we use a document called This Is Me, um, which takes down a person's life history, their life story. We want to know where they went to school because they might start mentioning those things um, when they are starting to advance with their dementia. And when they're mentioning those, we want to be able to live in that period of time with them to help them stay settled, to help them feel safe and secure because we understand what they're talking about and we can keep them um, relevant in that time. And as a society, you offer some excellent services, which they're not just for the person who has the illness, they're also for the carers, aren't they? Because that's one of the most challenging things, really. Yeah, so as dementia advisors, we visit people at home, we get to know them, we get to develop a relationship with them, build a trust, and then we can help that carer on the journey. We call it a journey because dementia will can last for many years, and so they will have many changes. And we help them understand what is happening at each stage of that journey, um, and how to respond, how to uh, relate to their person who is changing and their loved one who is now altering and and help them understand what's happening in their life at that point. And I know you've been very busy this past month um, and you've you've been holding a number of different events, haven't you? It's been a walk and all sorts of things. Tell us a bit about what you've been doing. 
Yes, yeah, so um, last Sunday we managed to get a window in the weather where we uh, we had calm and we didn't have the rain because there was another storm was coming in and we managed to hold a memory walk. So we started at the Bottleneck Car Park. We walked all the way to the other end at Summerland and we thought people would want to lift back from there, but actually they all walked back. So that was amazing. Those that were able to uh, took the challenge and walked back again as well. We were uh, grateful to have help from the Onken Rotary Club to make it happen because there's just the two of us um, on the island for the society so it was great to have support from the Onken Rotary Club um, who were great at um, being car drivers to get people back should they want the lift and stewards and we also had Royal Bank of Scotland helped us um, steward the walk because it's quite a distance to cover um, and make sure everyone was safe and had a point of contact but the, the walk obviously was to raise money but primarily was to raise awareness we wanted people to know that we were out there and walking for them and to let them know that you know there are people in their community that stand by them and want to support them and I think support is one of the most important things dealing with this, isn't it? Because it can be a very, very challenging thing for carers and families, we've just been saying. And you have a service called Dementia Friends, don't you? Tell us about that. Yeah, so our Dementia Friends is a strand of the Alzheimer's Society work that was developed by people who live with dementia. And they have uh, five key messages within that session. We deliver that to many community groups. Um, and one of the key, well, a few of the key messages are that dementia is not a natural part of ageing. Um, that it isn't just about losing your memory and as part of that there's a, um, a bookcase analogy which is really powerful um, people can see that on YouTube if they wish to look it up um, and we deliver that as part of that session and that really explains how it is for somebody with dementia in that moment in time how they forget the, the detail of a day but actually that the emotion that's attached to what happens around them is really, really important in order to keep them settled and feeling safe. And that's what it's all about, is helping them to, to feel safe. And I have to say, I, I know that bookcase analogy. Our lovely Judith Lay told us about it a little while ago. And it is extraordinary the way it's explained, just the idea that, you know, sort of parts of your, your memory in your life are these different books and they might fall off the shelf, some from the top shelf, some from the bottom shelf, and then you might try and put them back in the wrong order. And so things will sort of mix around. It is brilliant. If you get a chance to go and watch that on YouTube, please do. Um, but yeah, so, so I, I'm struck as well by the fact you said there's only the two of you in the society delivering all of these services because I'm assuming there's quite a few people on the Isle of Man that are struggling with this. Yes I mean we work in partnership with the older persons mental health service and the memory clinic on the island um, and obviously we have their support as well so we can use them as a source of um, support for the work that we're doing um, and we also at the later stages we will refer people on to the admiral nurse service um, who support people at that end of life stage of dementia um, and they're based up at hospice so we do have um, others around us and other professionals around us who help help us deliver and support in what we're doing. Do we have any idea of what sort of figures of people are affected on the Isle of Man at all? Is it difficult to know the numbers? We don't have definitive numbers, but we think there's around 1,600 people with dementia on the Isle of Man. And Claire, there's maybe this misconception, isn't there, that this is, this is just an illness that affects the elderly, but actually it can come in at an earlier age, can't it? 
Yeah, so there is a young onset dementia, which is for people under 65 years of age who are diagnosed with dementia. And there's some celebrities have come forward recently um, and helped raise awareness of the fact that this isn't an older person's disease, that younger people are being diagnosed with it. So Fiona Phillips and Bruce Willis have come forward and, and talked about their dementia. Um, so yes, it is a disease that um, can affect somebody who is younger. And it's the public the media are speaking about it and they're appearing on television I know Bruce Willis's um, wife has spoken recently um, about the effects on the whole family not just on him um, and has given an insight into dementia um, for them so uh, those known people have, are powerful in spreading that word um, and letting people know that this is a devastating disease that is the UK's biggest killer and it um, affects not just the person, but everybody around them. Um, well, then let's say what sort of advice might you have for someone then who is who's maybe their loved one is experiencing something that, that is sort of maybe the early stages of dementia? What sort of advice might you have? So at the Alzheimer's Society, we um, in Dementia Action Week last year had a campaign that was getting a diagnosis and the importance of getting a diagnosis. By getting a diagnosis, you can get early support. There are some drugs that the medics can give people that help slow the disease down. It doesn't cure it, but it does slow the disease and the progression of it down. Um, plus also we can come in and people can come in around them and offer them the early understanding of what the disease is, what it's going to do. And that just helps them start to live their life again because otherwise they can be living with doubt and you know misunderstanding of what this disease is going to do um, and they can start to do the things that they wish to do um, rather than sitting there and thinking I can't do something anymore. What might some of the, the, the signs and symptoms be that we should be looking out for? So people, I mean, with Alzheimer's disease, uh, first signs usually are the memory starts to be affected. Um, but there might be other things, just not being able to order things in your mind. Um, um, that sequencing that we spoke about earlier, that you know, people find that they um, are unable to put tasks into order or that everything feels quite disorganised. Um, they might find that they are... Um, uncoordinated um, and finding coordinating and pouring things and, and doing things um, at home and daily tasks challenging they may not they can still do them but they are in their mind feeling this feels really difficult um, and with that that means that they may wish to come forward and discuss with their GP we do have a symptom checklist that people can use and it's on our website if they want to go and just search symptom checklist um, and that gives you an idea of all the different things that the need to be considered um, as to whether this could be a dementia. Let's tell people what the uh, website address is so they can go and find out more information so it's from alzheimers.org.uk And what if somebody might want to give you a phone call if they don't use the web? Yes, you can get us on uh, 6131.81 Lovely, Claire. It's lovely chatting with you and thank you very much. And as I said, I know it's been Alzheimer's Awareness Month, but as we said, this is something that is ongoing throughout the year for many people. So if you are dealing with this at the moment, we just want to send you love and do get in touch with the Alzheimer's Society. They will be able to help you.